Today is Friday, August 6, 2021. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. Coming up, we're talking Dirt Vision, the 360 Knoxville Nationals, Eastern Midget Week at Bridgeport, the Outlaws at Peevely, and a whole bunch more. Before we dive in, if you like what I'm doing here, please subscribe to the show, leave a review, and hit those follow and notification buttons depending on where you consume this. Make sure to follow at Dirt Tracker on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. And don't forget, DirtTracker.com has a bunch more cool dirt racing stuff. Now, let's get going. Last night with the World of Outlaws Light Models at Cedar Lake, they got through all of the heat races and were into last chance showdowns when the rain showed up. Series and track officials were then forced to postpone the remainder of the action to today. So they will complete the LCSs today and run the Thursday night feature and then jump into the Friday program, which will set things up for the 50,000 to win USA Nationals feature on Saturday. Jonathan Davenport, Ashton Winger, Chase Youngens, Nick Hoffman, Boom Briggs, and Brandon Shepard were the six heat race winners. They will make up the redraw for tonight's prelim feature. I don't have any reason to believe we aren't looking at the usual suspects for the race win tomorrow night. Davenport, Overton, Shepard, and Madden, I think, will all be in the mix here. I think some outside picks, uh, if we're going to kind of go away from those guys, include maybe Kay Diller, Nick Hoffman, Jimmy Mars, and Tyler Bruning. All four of those guys were fast last night. Uh, so I think those guys could maybe sneak up there and bag a win. Don't forget that this weekend's racing at Cedar Lake is only available as pay-per-view through Dirt Vision. And speaking of Dirt Vision, can we all just chill out a little bit about Dirt Vision? In the last 48 hours, there's been a ton of complaining about the Knoxville and Cedar Lake pay-per-view situation. There's people just completely unhinged about the issues with the new website and the apps. Uh, let's not forget that it was literally like three years ago that every single event in dirt racing was single event buys. There were no subscriptions to be had. So now a couple of years later, when there's one or two on the schedule a year, we freak out. I, it's insane how quickly we seem to forget about things. And also, while it's probably not ideal to launch a new platform right before some big events, can we just be a tick more understanding about the Dirt Vision website and app issues? It'll take the crew here some time to kind of work through some of these growing pains, but just be patient. This will ultimately end up being a good move for the service and us as customers. And yes, I pay for it just like you do. Follow the instructions they provided. It like I, I literally saw this and it took me maybe five minutes to get back into my account after I saw this. And if, it, if that doesn't work out, if you can't get it worked out through the instructions, just reach out to support calmly. Say, hey, I, this isn't working. Can you help me? And they'll get back to you with help. Remember, it's humans on the other side of these emails and not some bot. These humans are literally sitting in cubicles in Concord, North Carolina, like literally 15 minutes from where I'm sitting right now. And they're working as quickly as they can to get you back up to speed. It wasn't all that long ago that I was part of that group, and it sucks to be in there working your ass off, trying to make things as good as possible, only to be berated in emails. Remember that a little bit of empathy goes a really long way. We're not talking about anything serious here. We're talking about dirt vision on a, or, or, or we're talking about dirt racing on a streaming platform. So can we all just like relax a little bit? The 360 Knoxville Nationals got underway last night at Knoxville Raceway with the first of two prelim nights. 43 cars took part, and in the feature, it was Sam Haferteep Jr. picking up his first ever win at Knoxville. I think that's actually a little surprising. He started sixth, slipped by early leaders Garrett Williamson and Matt Jewell, and led the final 14 laps en route to the win. Shane Golubic, Linton Jeffrey, Williamson, and Jewell completed the top five. Remember that these prelims at Knoxville are all about passing points. And after night one, Shane Golubic leads the way with 489 points. I believe 500 points is a perfect score. Haferteep, Justin Henderson, Jeffrey Jewell, uh, Blake Hahn, Williamson, Jamie Ball, Brady Bacon, and Corey Eliason trail him in the top 10 in the point standings. It was cool seeing Haverteep get a little choked up in victory lane last night talking about the win. I think it's easy for some of us to forget 
just how much winning at a place like Knoxville means to a lot of these guys. Looking at tonight's prelim field, it will be a murderer's row again with Tyler Courtney, Joey Saldana, Gio Selzy, Darren Pittman, Ian Madsen, a whole bunch more guys set to go. All of this now racing sets up tomorrow night's 15,000 to win main event. And then looking at Sunday, the 410 Sprint Cars take over for the Capitani Classic at Knoxville. A lot of guys will use that race as a final tune-up before the prelim nights start next week. The Outlaw full-timers will be hustling from Peabody, Missouri after Saturday night's Ironman 55 main event. It's going to be a busy few days at Knoxville, so make sure you're tuned in. Eastern Midget Week kept rolling along last night with round number three at Bridgeport Motorsports Park in New Jersey. It was the first visit for the series to the track and the first time the USAC Midgets have raced in the state of New Jersey in 32 years. How about Richie Murray putting all the stats in his post-race releases? In the feature, it was all Tanner Thorson. He started fourth, slipped by pole setter Emerson Axum on lap five, and drove away to a massive 8.4 second victory. He lapped all the way up to ninth place. Thomas Miserall finished second, Buddy Kofoid third, Chris Windham fourth, and uh, Axum slipped to fifth at the end. The win for Thorson was his fifth of 2021 and 12th over his previous 48 feature appearances. A 25% win percentage is pretty damn good. He leads all drivers back through last season in total wins and laps led. The main issue, though, for Thorson right now and getting into the championship fight is his consistency. He's fourth in the standings, but 84 points behind third place Axum. He certainly wins plenty, but he's got to find ways to get more top fives and more top tens and just generally be more consistent. He's only got eight top fives this season in 21 starts and 15 top tens. The top three in the points all have double-digit top fives, and Kofoid has 19 top tens in 21 races. And Thorson's average finish is nearly two positions worse than Kofoid. Nobody's passed more cars in features over these last 49 races, so we know he can start deep and get to the front. He's just got to find ways to avoid those nights where he finishes outside the top 10. Leaving Bridgeport, Buddy's lead over Wyndham is 19 and 47 over Axum. And I think knowing that Kofoid is racing with broken bones and a cast on his right wrist makes his 7th to 3rd run last night even more impressive. A 10th at Grandview and 3rds at Action Track USA and Bridgeport are big finishes. And we look back on the season, I think they might be pivotal races if Kofoid hangs on to win this championship. Eastern Midget Week continues tonight at Bloomsburg Fair Raceway and then closes out Saturday night at Lenko's Clyde Martin Memorial Speedway. Elsewhere this weekend for USAC, the Silver Crown Series takes on Sealands Grove Speedway on Sunday. Cody Swanson is the current series points leader over Justin Grant and Shane Cottle. Cottle was the winner at Sealands Grove in 2020, snagging the lead from CJ Leary with just two laps left. Through four races in 2021, we've had four different winners. Swanson won at Lucas Oil, Shane Cockrum took Williams Grove, Tyler Courtney won at Eldora, and Justin Grant is the most recent winner at Winchester. Before things, uh, things get underway at Knoxville in a big way next week, the World of Outlaws Sprint Cars are at the Federated Auto Parts Raceway at I-55 tonight and tomorrow for the Ironman 55 weekend. Tonight's winner takes home $8,000, while Saturday's winner of the 55-lapper will get $20,000. Brad Sweet swept the Peebly weekend back in April, and Kyle Larson was the Ironman 55 winner in 2020. The only other driver to win at Peebly in the last eight appearances there for the Outlaws is Sheldon Huddenshield. I have 11 Peebly races in the DirtTracker.com analytics database since 2018, and Kyle Larson leads the way in average finish, sitting at 2.5. Sweet is second at 4.2, then Logan Schuhart at 6.4, and then James McFadden, Sheldon Hoddenshield, and Donnie Schultz are all basically at 7.0. 
would say it's a pretty good chance that your winner will come from this group both nights in the prediction formula likes Brad Sweet. The Big Cat currently leads the series point standings by 120 over Carson Macedo and 136 over David Gravel. These two weekend races are the last full points events until River City's on August 20th. The Knoxville Nationals is traditionally show up points only for the Outlaw teams. Joining the Outlaws this weekend will be the Power Eye Midgets for two full programs. If you're looking for other racing this weekend, don't forget to uh, check out the USMTS Modifies. They were at 81 Speedway last night with Humboldt on tap tonight and Lucas Oil Speedway for Saturday. The 305 Nationals are at the Belleville High Banks this weekend. There should be a boatload of cars there, and you can watch that live on Flow. There's a bunch of other late model action also, including the ALMS at Merritt for $33,000 to win. The Ironman Series is at Ponderosa and Brownstown. There's lots of other local and regional racing. Don't forget, West Virginia Motor Speedway is also paying out a bunch of money this weekend between the fast sprint cars, super late models, and sport mods for the World Race of Champions. And before we get ready to wrap it up for the week, shout out to past conversations guest Clinton Boyles on his winged 410 win last night at Circle City Raceway. He rolled his 98 car out at the very last minute and picked up the victory before he heads to Knoxville this week. Um, he's a crew member for Hunter Schoenberg, so he'll obviously be busy this week at the Nationals. Looking at today through the weekend, it's a packed streaming schedule across the board. There's 35 shows today, 47 on Saturday, and 14 more on Sunday. That includes the 360 Knoxville Nationals, USA Nationals, Word of Outlaws at Peevely, the Capitani Classic, USAC Midgets, Silver Crown, 305 Nationals, at USMTS Modifieds, and a whole lot more. To keep up through the weekend, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. That's it for the show. Hope you have a good Friday and a good weekend. If you have thoughts about the topics on today's show, please leave them in the comments below or tweet at me. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in this week. We'll see you on Monday for more Dirt Tracker Daily.